A village in a valley, surrounded by dramatic mountains. It's drafty and shady, but one of a kind. Andamat, a Swiss alpine village straight from a picture book. Shingled houses, a magnificent Baroque church, sleepy alleys, and simple hotels. The ski area is an insider tip for aficionados and nature-loving families. There's no high-tech here, no champagne apres ski, nothing shishi, and many people like that. It's homey here. The people are very friendly. As is the service in the pubs, this is a family skiing area. I can imagine that at some point I'll no longer come here so often. That's because the old Andamat will soon be history, replaced by a resort that takes luxury to excess. Six posh hotels, 42 apartment buildings, 25 villas, a conference center, and a deluxe golf course. Where Swiss soldiers once engaged in target practice, Switzerland's biggest tourism project is being built. The heart of the resort, the Chetty, a five-star alpine chalet size XXL. The interior is global chic, imported from the Far East and tested in Singapore, Oman, the Maldives Islands, and Morocco, and now in Andamat too. The Michelin star cook in the restaurant is specialized in Asian delicacies. In the middle of Switzerland, no one claims it's authentic. Neu Andamat is this man's baby. Samih Saviris, an Egyptian billionaire who made his fortune with mass tourism on the Red Sea. Switzerland is his second mainstay. He bought the grounds at a bargain and has already invested several hundred million euros. But on his scale, it's a modest project. When everything is built, we will still be very small. This is nothing compared to my other destinations. Andermatt has 1,500 residents. If it grows to 2,500 or 3,000, that's still nothing. I mean, in Elguna on the Red Sea, we already have 20,000 residents and that's not so big either. Of course, more guests mean the slopes will have to be expanded. Ski legend Bernhard Russi is on a PR tour to make his sponsor's plans appetizing for international journalists. Saviris wants to merge two skiing areas and add 14 new lifts and lots of snowblowers. There will be something for every taste. What we really need here are sunny ski slopes, simple slopes for families. We need the safari-style skiing experience. The new resort for the super-rich will guzzle vast amounts of water and electricity. Say nature conservationists like Pia Tresch from Pro Natura. And that in times of climate change and melting glaciers. When you're in Andermatt itself, you know that this little mountain village can't stomach it. The plans are too big. New terrain is being opened, vast tracts of it, and nature will take its revenge. The construction boom in the mountain village has many side effects. This nursing home with 22 residents, most of them more than 80 years old, has been hit very hard. Once its location was idyllic with a lovely view. But that's over now. The operator of the home wants to leave the building as soon as possible. Uh, cool. 
It had a fantastic view. To the south, in the direction of Gemstock, we used to see the church, but no more. In the east, we had the mountains, but they're gone too. And in the west, see for yourself, there are buildings. And we won't even talk about the north. And yet, at first, more than 90% of the village's residents voted for the project. Real estate prices are rising and business people are investing. Young people are moving in instead of away, so opinion remains divided. It's great for us. We can make deliveries, there are more jobs. It will have a purely positive effect on the region. It's too big. A little too big. But otherwise it's good. But I think it's too big. But hardly anyone in the village dares express doubts in Samir Saviri's presence. He has the status of a rock star, or even a savior, and he hates criticism of his resort. Should Andermatt die? The army is gone, that means fewer and fewer jobs. Without this project, in 10 or 20 years, everyone here would be old. Without jobs, the young people won't stay. The village will turn into a retirement home. Is that good? The village doctor, Andreas Schultes, disagrees strongly. He says Andermatt has always lived well from tourism without Saviris and his ugly ostentation. It was a town for average tourists with normal budgets, a place for schools, for groups, for those freestylers from Northern Europe who come and break their bones. It had its own kind of charm, and of course that's been destroyed now by this oversized resort built by Mr. Saviris. With Neu Andamat, luxury resort competition in the Alps begins a new round. Ever bigger, more magnificent and more expensive. And no one knows whether Zamir Saviri's concepts are still timely and will even turn a profit.